0: Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia. Routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf. Bring in Rob Cooper. Coop, congrats on a great win yesterday. It's great to have you with us.
1: I appreciate it. Good to be back on, man. Hope you're doing well.
0: Yeah, I hope you're doing well. It's great to see you over football practice the other day. Uh, when I've, When I've gone to games... This is what I've noticed, and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. Your team plays with joy; they love playing. Is that's my observation? Is that fair?
1: No, you're you're dead on. Um, they they really they play for each other. They really truly do. It's it's a, it's they honor each other because they love each other. They honor each other by their effort, how they go out. They're not a you know, it. They are willing to pick each other up and they they value the opportunities that they get to play uh and practice together you know cuz every season ends at some point for every team and you know these guys truly value being around each other and and they you know I made a statement last night that the that they play for each other and it's it's you're dead on
0: all right so let's get to Matt Wood for a moment uh
1: Matt Wood just, just for a moment <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah uh but Matt Wood Uh, I want to say as like a 3.7 GPA or somewhere in that neighborhood. And the only thing higher than his GPA is his batting average. Uh, When you look at him as an all around individual and we'll get to the baseball skills in a moment, what do you see in Matt Wood, the all around individual?
1: Well, Steve, he is one of those kids that you only come across, you know, once in a great while. I mean, he, Everything you just said is right. He is a great student. He is a great player. He's an unbelievable human being, and he's a leader. Um, he's, he cares about every single guy in the locker room. You don't, you don't have to be an everyday player. He treats the, the managers and, and the grounds crew like he treats you know everyone else. And when you have somebody like that that sets the tone every day on how you, how you approach the game, how you compete, how you treat people, upholding the standard, um, then your team's gonna be better. And the thing that he does, you know, it's funny, he's not a real vocal guy. Like it's you know, but when he speaks, it commands attention because it's you know, guys know that especially being a catcher, this kid's out there every single day going through it and, you know, he doesn't ever complain about being banged up, bruised or whatever. Um but You know, I tell this story to people all the time about Matt. You know, Matt committed to us, uh, you know, after his sophomore year in high school. And about a week later, my oldest son made the decision to come here. And, you know, they're both catchers. And the very first person to call Tyson, not text, call, was Matt Wood. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that just – that tells you just – he doesn't – like he didn't – he never flinched. It was – you know, he didn't care – about who you'd have to compete against, it was sweet. This guy's going to be on the team. Let's let's be teammates and help us win.
0: As he's also a left-handed hitter, tell everybody, give everybody an idea of the value of what a left-handed hitting catcher can mean at every level.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, it's uh. It, first of all, you know, it's a it's a guy that is extremely accomplished behind the plate. I mean, Ooh. he can really receive. He can really block. Um, he's no, got his arm strength up. You, you, know, know? What,
0: you know what I've noticed, too? That you tell me if I'm wrong about this. I feel like his transfer has bought him, a, a, like he's cut down an extra step on a guy going to second because of his transfer.
1: 100%. His footwork and yeah. the glove to hand yeah. is really, really, really good. And, you know, early in his career here, you know, scouts would be like, oh, do you think he'll be all throw and pro ball? And I'm like, well, the footwork and transfer are already there. Arm strength can come, you know, and, and, and he's adding that, but yeah, that left-handed bat, um, and it's just such a repeatable swing and he, and he, yeah. he hits left he hits velocity, he hits soft guys. He, you know, and he, he's he's he hits from basically pole to pole and opens up the entire field. And, um, I mean, he had a 26-game hitting streak as a catcher. I mean, it's hard enough to get a 10-game hitting streak as, as a DH, but he yeah. did a 26-game hitting streak as an everyday catcher. That's yeah. unbelievable.
0: Yeah. And, uh, by the way, if I recall correctly, his high school was Pine Richland, wasn't it? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So now you let's get to last night because that's caught the attention of a lot of people. And by the way, Coop had already said he was coming on the show before they, before they scored 14 runs yep. in the ninth inning, just so everybody mm-hmm. knows. Um, what did you see something like that happen? You know, what was it like for you watching this play out in the top of the ninth inning?
1: Well, you know, it's funny. For the first seven and a half innings, I thought we played our most complete, solid, great, it was a great ball game, both sides, energy, you know, I mean, it was great atmosphere playing at PNC. And, you know, then we have that, that hiccup there in the uh, bottom of the eighth. And, you know, as we go to the top of the ninth, I'm thinking, all right, well, I'm going to go on Steve's show tomorrow and talk about how we caught up a, <laughs> a last one lead. But no, you know what, honestly, um the one thing about this team is we've been behind before yeah. and they've really, you watch teams evolve throughout the year and, and get better or, or get worse. And one of the things that we've gotten better at, and they, again, it goes back to just playing for each other. There was so many coaches say this, but it was really true. There was no flinch in our guys after that inning. It was like, all right, they had their shot. Now it's our turn. And yeah. they unloaded and it was just, but the, again, the, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if I've ever really seen anything like that, that output in that inning, but it was just the common connection and belief and togetherness of that entire team that was, you know, it was just so, so cool to be a part of. And then, you know, you you look at a guy like Josh Spiegel, who is basically a Pittsburgh native, grew up going to Pirates games, you know, big, you know, like and to hit a a, basically a game-winning home run, you know, Way out. Um, yeah, I mean, what a memory he'll have for the rest of his life. You know, that's just yeah. so cool.
0: And jo- and Josh, by the way, but you you DH Matt last night, uh, and Josh caught. Uh, what about the job that on the mound that you got from Tommy Molsky, Jordan Morales, Stephen Miller, and then Carson Cole's finished up for you last night?
1: Yeah, you know what, Steve. We kind of made a decision in the fall that you know we we felt like. You know, because of COVID and, and a bunch of other things, like we we had a, we felt like we had a lot of really good arms, but we just didn't feel like any of them had the true experience or, or you know, um, you know it had had gone through the wars a little bit, and so, you know, we kind of just felt like, all right, we're going to do a little bit of what's going on in pro ball right now. We're going to play. We're going to pitch guys almost in a bullpenning type thing, and we're going to let their stuff play up even more and. And you know right now, I think we have ten or eleven guys that have started a game and closed out a game yeah um you know and and the, and they've done a great job of it and you know if if we can lock this thing up and get to the tournament, I think that's going to be extremely valuable to us. But the thing that I keep telling people is you know about five years ago i I brought that up with our pitching staff at the time doing something similar, and I mean the pushback was was so strong. I mean, the guys were like, Oh no, we can't do that. It's not, I got to know if I'm pitching on Friday, I got to know this. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, so we didn't do it, you know, because they didn't buy in, but this group is bought in and, and that takes a lot. And it starts with guys like Tyler Shingledecker and it's yeah. Steve Miller and, you know, Travis Lungsman and, and all those guys that are like, okay, you know what? Yeah. I want to be the Friday night guy. But if I, if, if me coming in in the third inning on Saturday, is going to be our best option to win, then I'm all in, and so it does. It's been working for us, but it has no chance if they don't buy in. And so I give the players all the credit.
0: Right, uh, and this is going to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday with with Illinois. Uh, Correct. Uh, now, well, in it, it, some ways, it feels like it's this is fun because it feels like it's a playoff atmosphere uh, with the Big Ten tournament coming up. But because of the pitching approach, right. You don't really have to play it differently, do you?
1: No, we're going to play it the exact same way we've been playing. Right. See, so,
0: so, I mean, because you and I both know, you get to the playoffs, how how often you see everything like changes? I'm talking about the Major League Baseball playoffs. Yep. Everybody changes up. Suddenly a guy, you know, a guy comes in. He's a little earlier, the whole deal. You don't have to do that with what you've done with this team.
1: No. And, and again, that's something we've talked about with them. And and because they bought in, they treated it like that. So, you know, we're going to, Jaden Henline will start the game tomorrow, and then everybody's available to try to help us win the game. And then when tomorrow's game's over, we'll set it up for Saturday and go from there.
0: Okay. You set it up for Friday.
1: I'm sorry, Friday. Yeah. I'm still thinking Friday, Saturday, I, Sunday. No,
0: no, <laughs> yeah. it, no. This happens all the time. So I always love when I'm listening to afternoon games and basketball and everybody says tonight. You're like, no, it's this afternoon. Yeah, uh, right. yeah. But Headline's been good for you. I mean, he's got, you know, I mean, he started six games for you. He's got a nice, solid ERA for you. And what, he's like four to one strikeouts to walks. Pretty good.
1: Yeah, man, he's been really good. And, and you know, The thing I have to continue to remind myself and remind other people is, you know, and there's a lot of this going on in college baseball right now just because, you know, COVID in 20. And then last year, especially for big 10 teams, we didn't get to play non-cons. And so a guy like Jaden Henline, you know, opportunities that he would have had pitching midweeks or Mm -hmm. non-conference games and things like that, they weren't there. And so a lot of the, some of the struggles that he's had this year, um, you know, stuff that he would have figured out in a normal year, you know, like this part of the reason why I'm so proud of our team, because, you know, we we go to UVA at spring break and I mean, we got destroyed. They're a good team and we got destroyed. And I remember telling our guys on Sunday, I said, all right, listen, I'm not an excuse maker, but listen to me. I said, you know, we got 39 guys on this team and only five of you, have actually had a, a regular 12-month experience at Penn State right. you know, where you take classes in person and mm-hmm. fall practice and all that kind of stuff. And and at that time, too, I said, you know, we have one guy on our roster, one, that has actually played in 56 games, which is a normal college season. And that right. was Matt Wood at the time. He played in his 56 games. Right. So as the season's gone on and more guys have gotten in there and learned and, and made mistakes and learned from it, you've seen us play better. And so, Jaden's a, a perfect example of that. And uh he's done an unbelievable job. I mean, he comes from a winning program, Redland High School, and and you know, pitching the Little League World Series and Yes. So, yep. It's been fun.
0: You're also 13 and 7 at home. Uh and I I think that that's made a difference for you. It's just uh, because what has been the comfort level of playing in Medler that maybe other teams didn't have now talent makes a difference as well, but they've been a much much better home team this year. why
1: well I mean obviously I think any time you get to play at home it it could right. benefit right. you I mean no doubt you know you get to you get to stay with your routine, but you know one of the things is you know just about every program in our in our conference now has turf um you know because of the weather in the big 10 yeah you, know, you need it um right and so when you come here you know and, and turf is a great thing turf is something that That's you know to can make, can make the team better but from an infielder standpoint you know if you haven't been playing on natural grass you know it can be a tough tough adjustment and and then the other thing too is you know understanding that at, here at medlar the ball doesn't go anywhere so if you're willing. <laughs> I mean, it does, You know, you've seen enough games here. Oh, jeez! So of course. the weather really breaks. Right. You know. Okay.
0: Well, that's the difference, though. It's going to be Friday and Saturday is going to be like it's August.
1: Right. Right. And so you know, knowing that you know, if you're a pitcher, if I'm going to go and just get ahead of guys and get on the attack, then good things can happen. And um, so I think it's just a lot of that. And then it's it just goes back again to the commitment to each other. I mean, yeah. But one thing, Steve, is that these guys just have a tremendous amount of pride in playing baseball at Penn State, and they yeah. love this university. And they, and they, so when they're here, they care, you know. And and they, I mean, they care wherever, but they they don't want to defend the, the home turf.
0: Well, this has been as fun a season as I've seen around here in a while. Look, it's not like other seasons have been fun, but there's something about this team that's just a little bit different. And you, wor- no, and you, yeah. and you've worked hard to get this roster to where it is right now you and your staff have worked very hard to get it to this point
1: well i appreciate you saying that and it it has been a lot of fun and and but i but i will say this again you know um look i've made a lot of mistakes while i've been here and and you know i wish we were farther along for sure but here's here's the truth is that there isn't a ton of stuff that we're doing a lot differently as a coaching staff or whatever but when you have guys that Fully buy in, yep. and they don't care about them. You know what they get out of it. Yep. They want to win. Um, then, really, really good things can happen, and that's what's going on. So, again, I, I give our guys all the credit in the world because they, they, you know, they're the ones making it happen.
0: Well, good luck uh, with this weekend. Starting tomorrow, it is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Five o'clock tomorrow, six o'clock on Friday for people. I think it's what one o'clock Saturday. I think. Uh, yeah,
1: and that and that time's going to move up. We just haven't announced it yet. It's because uh, we just found out that Illinois has a travel curfew, so um, that'll be coming out here soon. As far as what time that game will start on Saturday, no, that's fine.
0: You know. And uh, but first things first, take care of Thursday, hey. Eh?
1: Cool.
0: Yep. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's always one one at a time. Like, it's
1: a cliche. Uh, well, it's, a, it's a reality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you know, I got people asking me, "Well, what happens?" Because I, like, I don't they, know. They, I just look, know first pitches at five on on Thursday. Okay. okay, like
0: win Thursday. Okay, right. And guess get right. guess what you do when you're done Thursday? You worry about Friday.
1: <laughs> right. it's always, it's, to me. It goes back to the, the Bill Belichick press conference answer where it's like. Well, what do you think about Seagulls? He hey, guys, all I'm worried about is trying to have a really good practice today. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the truth, right.
0: man. Anyway, he's a pain in the neck. He's not wrong! <laughs> okay. No, no. Coop, yeah. great having you on the show. Thoroughly, appreciate as you know, always enjoy any time I get to spend with you. And I've really enjoyed watching your team play the season, the chances I've had to sneak in there. so.
1: Well, I, I appreciate it, and... When the season's over, I'll come back on and we'll try to figure out how to fix the Red Sox bullpen this year.
0: Uh, I, I know what one thing I would do. Okay. <laughs> you, you, literally, I'm not kidding. Yeah. Right? I'd make Chris Sale a closer. I, I wouldn't start I, him. I, I wouldn't hate it. No, because, in other words, I think he is effective for, you know, he, he's effective one inning, maybe two. And I think you yep. take advantage of that.
1: Why not? Yep. That's just no, me. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. All right, guys. You have a good one.